0: This is the Capricorn FM Podcast. Welcome to the second hour of the show on a Thursday morning. The Legal Corner with Imaliam is brought to you by OutSurance. OutSurance, you always get something out. OutSurance is a licensed insurer and FSP. T's and C's apply. We absolutely love our weekly dose of The Legal Corner with Imaliam. It is a campaign that is brought to you by OutSurance. And today we are talking consumer rights. I cannot wait because we've been hinting at it for a while. And to help us with this conversation is Janda Nana Rasuela, our go-to finance woman. Uh, she's an all-rounder, though. She has a BSc in Mining Engineering, but uh, also a very deep passion for financial literacy. And she does a lot to educate uh, communities about healthy financial management. Good morning, Janda thank you so much for your time how are you doing good
1: morning and good morning to your listeners
0: so you and i have been hinting about this conversation even last week and i've been yes, excited yes. about so so excited about it so let's get straight into it uh, just an understanding of what it means to be treated fairly
1: what are consumer rights So, so to be treated fairly simply means that you are treated equally you are treated without any discrimination So you're treated in a way that is right, you're also treated in a way that is reasonable, right? Mm -hmm. And having rights means that you are legally and ethically entitled to certain services and certain standards as a consumer, right? So um, when we look into financial services, what we'll realize is that they are very closely regulated in accordance to the South African law. So consumers have many rights associated with that. Right, and they have many ways in which they can exercise those rights. Mm. So, if you need any assistance in or any help in addressing an unfair treatment that may you may have received, you can follow a complaint process within that specific financial service prov- provider yeah. that you're working with. Um, and if your complaint is not resolved or your complaint is not handled to your satisfaction, that's when you can op- complain with the Ombuds Office. For a specific sector, right? Mm. And the ombud office provides the service for free to you. And this is an independent service provider to consumers to assist us with disputes started.
0: so. Let's now start understanding the rights. What are some of the rights that consumers yes. have
1: when using financial services? Yes, so so that is really a good question because consumers have various rights. They yeah. have various different um, consumer rights. So today we're just going to touch base on the ones that are associated with taking a credit and buying insurance as well as receiving a financial advice, yeah, right? Yeah. And I'll give a general overview of what those are. So as a consumer, you have a right... To to a quotation that outlines the product that you're buying, right? Okay. And those quotations should also outline the cost and the fees for the service you're taking. Mm. Uh, and if it's a financial advisor or an insurer, it should also include the commission that they're going to charge you or that you'll be paying, mm. as well as the cost of insurance that is associated with the um, product or service you're taking. Yeah, yeah. Right. So as a right that consumer have is a right to receive a copy of an insurance policy document. And you should receive this within 30 days after signing the contract, right? And those should have information that, that includes what is covered on the policy, right? And also what is excluded as well as the process of submitting a claim. And it should also have contact details of the service provider, whether for credit or insurance or financial advisor. Mm. They should provide you with contact details that include their address as well as their cell phone number.
0: Now, when it comes to credit, what are the rights that apply and how can one complain if they are not treated in accordance with those rights?
1: So, again, there are various rights as well when it comes to credit. But what is key when it comes to credit is for the listeners to remember that before signing any credit agreement, mm. um, each and everyone is entitled to receive a copy of a quote, or what we call a pre-agreement. This will be showing all the costs associated with the loan that you're taking. It will have interest rates. It will have service fee. It will have initiation fee as well as credit insurance, if if that is um, applicable, Mm -hmm. right? So as a consumer, again, you are entitled to know why the credit that you're applying has been rejected. I know sometimes people may apply for credit and they get a rejection. You are entitled to know why, so a credit provider should provide that to you. You are also entitled to seek debt review or debt counseling if you are unable to make your obligations together with other living expenses that you may have, yeah. right? So you seek that debt review. And then the debt review then will protect you from further legal actions that credits may want to place at safety, right? And to answer your question on the complaining part, if mm. you need to complain, you can complain internally with the credit provider that you're working with first, right? Yeah. But again, should you complain? Uh, not be not re- resolved or handled to your satisfaction, you can then complain to the net, National Credit Regulator to 0860-627-627. The numbers are 0860-627-627. Or you can write them an email at complaints at ncr.org.z8
0: so while we're still on the aspect of credit i often hear people saying that i've been listed incorrectly on the credit bureau how can one complain
1: how do i complain about this one yes yes that is um a common complaint i've also seen right so what listeners need to understand is that they are entitled to at least one free credit report per year yeah right so, and for you to get those, you may contact a credit bureau such as your TransUnion, your Experia, or SBS, XBS, right? So, to get that free uh, credit report. Yeah. But going to your question, um, should a credit provider intend to list adverse or negative information about you, they should at least give you 20 days notice, right? Okay. So, if, if they want to. Um, put anything in your credit report, they need to inform you, right? And mm-hmm. if, from your side, you wish to dispute information on your credit profile that you found that is incorrect or is in- inaccurate, you have the right to log a complaint with the credit bureau that is associated with that, right? Yeah. So, after you place that complaint, you should at least allow the credit bureau 30 days to respond to your complaint, right? And if you're not satisfied, you can complain to the credit office, Ombad, on 0861-662-837. Yeah,
0: I really hope that we are taking these numbers down because today you are giving us where to go whenever we have all these financial issues. So let's move on to insurance.
1: What are my rights with regards to insurance? So so when it comes to insurance, you have a right to receive a policy document or a policy schedule indicating terms and conditions of your policy, Mm. right? It should explain what events are covered and what are excluded, right? It needs to outline the claiming process and also, again, it should have insurers' contact details, including their addresses. And for a long-term insurance specifically, This is such as like your funeral policy or your life cover. You have what is called a cooling period of 30 days. This is where should you wish to cancel and you no longer wish to continue with um, the insurer, you are allowed to do that. Mm. Right? Mm. So, again, if you wish to complain when it comes to insurance, you can complain with the ombudsman for long-term insurance. Um, such as, like, your funeral, attend life policy or disability um, cover at 060 103 236. I will repeat the numbers. This is for long term insurance 0860 103 236, right? Yeah. And should you wish to complain on the short term insurance, the numbers are 011 726. Eight nine zero zero for short term insurance is 1, 1, 8900. 0, 0. Now,
0: let, what are the general tips? Now, we're moving to general tips on how you can share, yes. or rather, what you can share with the listeners on how to handle uh, the complaints process.
1: Yes, and I think what is important here is to follow. For listeners, is to follow the guidelines that I will be giving. Okay. It's very important that you follow it as follows, right? So the first step of complaining is to submit a formal complaint, right? And you should submit this to a department, complaints department of the company in which you're experiencing problems with, yeah. right? Then give that company an opportunity to resolve the problem before you report them to the ombudsman, right? Mm. So you give that institution at least 30 days or six weeks to rectify the issue in which you have complained about and what is important to note for the listeners is that you need to keep a copy of all the communications. So all the letters, all the communications that you have had between yourself and the institution um, that is um, that you're complaining with. Yeah. And if your complaint is not resolved and you're unhappy with the outcome or you just did not re- get a response at all, you may then approach the ombudsman for the relevant office. Um, of the things that you're complaining about, yeah. so again, ensure that you provide the ombudsman with copies and supporting documents referred to in the complaint. Like you need to put in emails, you need to put in all the communication that you have had with the institution mm-hmm. um, before you go to the ombudsman. So when you write a letter of complaint, make sure that you state the facts clearly, as clearly as possible. Try to put the facts in a logical order and speak to what is relevant. This will help you to get the best service, right? Mm. Also include the, the most important details, such as your claiming number or your policy number, these are the information that would be relevant in your complaint. So mm. if you complain over the phone, because that does happen, ask for a reference number before you drop the call. Also keep the details such as the date of the call, as well as the time and the person who was assisting you during that complaint
0: most certainly. I think when you said last week that you're going to be answering that question this week, uh, you didn't tell us that you'll answer that question in 10 minutes <laughs> in a whole entire conversation. Uh, yes, thank you, yes, Thank you so much, Janda, for, for all of those tips. Uh, I think this is also just a very touchy, com- uh, you know, conversation for a lot of people, which is why we're seeing quite a number of messages. I've got one here that says, "Cecy, please ask her if it is right that my tracker company does not want to release me from my contract. I didn't no, it was for five years, but they said I agreed to it over the phone and they also didn't send me a document or documentation. They are also dragging their feet with giving me the recording of the call. So she wants to find out if it is right. Yes, yes. So, so
1: again, so because she has already done the the communication between herself and the institution, yeah. and I believe from, from the note that uh, maybe this has happened over a longer period of time, mm. that it's time that maybe she can reach out to the ombudsman, provide them with the relevant documentation, um, everything that she has regarding this complaint, the emails um, that she has sent. And unfortunately, because she doesn't have the recording, she may not have that. But if she remembers the person who, who assisted her and the date and the time, it's possible to retrieve that so she can, when she writes to the ombudsman, she can include that and that can be handled um, in that process most certainly.
0: Uh, some of these questions that are coming in, Zonda, do bear in mind, you have already answered in the conversation that we had, but I, just, yes. I think just, just for peace of mind, uh, we did get somebody else as well who said I made a small loan five years ago and paid it off at the end of the very same month as pay agreed. Now just a little over a year ago, I went to the financial institution to make another loan and I'm told that there is a pending loan that I still owe, so I called the company and I was told that uh, they would send documentation that would clear my name but just recently when i was checking my credit score there is still something hanging and hindering the progress on my credit score plus i also cannot afford to even get a phone contract how do i deal with this Uh, yeah i think you have answered it but
1: just for peace of mind Yes, yes. Thank you, Tekani, for the question uh, and the listener for the question because I think this is a common issue that people have. Yeah. So, again, if you find that there's something inaccurate, okay, maybe let me take it a little bit step uh, back, right? Yeah. When it comes to any type of credit, make sure that you have all the documentation associated with that credit that you're taking. It's the quotation, the statements of payment as well. I believe that if it's a credit, you, you were receiving statements that shows how much is left yeah. and how much you have paid, right? Yes, yes. So even in the time in which you finish payment, it should be there in the statement showing you that you have finished paying, paying mm. the credit, right? So you have that information. With that information, you can go to the credit bureau, which is giving you that report that you have, um, um, maybe you still have outstanding fees and provide them with that document. And they will assist you because you have an information that shows that you are clear. It's, 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 um, I think that's the process in which someone can take in cases inaccurate information or yeah. incorrect information um, on their trading profile. Sure,
0: most certainly, Randa. I truly appreciate these conversations that we have. Sometimes I just want to hold on to you for the rest of the show, but I do have to let you <laughs> yes. go. Thank you so much for coming through. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me, Shikani. Now follow the Imaliyami My Money Facebook page for more information and to participate in this week's competition. Tell us what made Zaga leave Magriza's account to stand a chance to win one thousand rand shopping voucher using hashtag Imaliyami and hashtag Capricorn FM. It is all on Facebook. You follow the Imaliyami My Money Facebook page and you participate in the competition for this week by telling us what made Zaga leave Magriza's account uh, to stand a chance to win 1,000 rand shopping voucher, make sure to use the hashtag Imaliam and hashtag Capricorn FM. Zaga, I've been looking for you everywhere. You're supposed to be in my account, not in some furniture store's account. Oh, hey, Magrisa, I thought you got the notification about me leaving. Leaving? And whose
1: money are you?
0: I was in your account, bored. Then this smart-looking debit order came in from nowhere and asked me out. She said that she would change both our lives forever, help pay off your new couch even. I Bo. I didn't authorize any debit orders, does All I know is I belong to debit order now, and if you reverse it, it will be seen as dishonest. How? How can I defraud my own money? Hey, Yane, yeah, What's your money doing when you're not watching? This week on Imaliam, we talk about consumer rights and recourse when dealing with financial services. Who is the ombudsman and how can they help? Catch Imaliam, the show that puts you in control of your money. Thursdays between 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. The Legal Corner with Imaliam was brought to you by OutSurance. OutSurance, you always get something out. OutSurance is a licensed insurer and FSP. T's and C's apply. That was a Capricorn FM podcast.